So I'm a father of one. I gotta find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back, everybody, to a breaking news edition of the Junkyard Dogcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hill. Got Kip Adams with me on this Monday afternoon. And Kip, let's just jump right into it. Dylan Riola has committed to the Georgia Bulldogs five-star, the number one overall recruit and the number one overall recruit across the board the consensus number one recruit has pledged to georgia uh we thought we might be doing this podcast a couple weeks ago there had been a little bit of smoke a little bit of steam behind that but uh, i think it proved uh, for georgia fans and for georgia coaches as well that the uh, the weight was worth it uh they got the six foot three 220 pound quarterback out of phoenix who has pledged to what was already a very very strong 2024 class uh, we got people calling me left and right as we try to do this podcast. But Kip, uh, let's just jump into just how big this decision is for Georgia landing a quarterback of Dylan Riola's caliber. You know, obviously, when you're getting the number one overall prospect in the country, uh, that, that's that's big news. And Georgia, you know, they're, they're not hurting in recruiting. They already had kind of an elite class going this cycle. But just specifically at the quarterback position, I mean, you'd already touched on it uh, on Dogs 247, how big of a need that was for recruiting uh, just overall this cycle, a, a big position. And last year, last cycle, Georgia does not take a quarterback. You know, they were kind of in the mix for Arch Manning for a while, and, and that was a, a quarterback that they had evaluated. And, you know, they were willing to take his commitment. Um, but also just kind of looking toward this cycle, uh, that coaching staff saw, you know, some talented signal callers in this class that, you know, they were able to make the decision, you know, we, we will not take a quarterback uh, you know, in the 2023 cycle, because we see some guys that are really special in, in this class, and and Dylan was one of those guys. When they were recruiting Arch Manning, they you know they felt comfortable. You know, if we don't take Arch Manning, uh, Dylan Royola is a guy that you know we feel is as good as anyone in the 2023 cycle. And I think you know the 24/7 Sports scouts and analysts, we 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 agree. That if you're looking at both classes, 2023-2024, Dylan is the most talented quarterback in, in either class. So Georgia rolled the dice, didn't take a quarterback. And obviously, you know, now taking two quarterbacks uh, this cycle, but getting a guy, Dylan Rayla, that is uh, a five-star single caller, huge news for Georgia overall and a huge boost to, to this recruiting class and a guy that, you know, 
we thought they uh, were number one for early on. So definitely big news today, Monday, as we record this podcast. This is something that, you know, we've kind of felt pretty good for a while about, but now officially uh, joining that recruiting class today. Let's go a little bit over Dylan's recruitment. You know, it's sort of like Georgia was in it, and then maybe Georgia's not in it. Ohio State takes the lead, and he backs off the Ohio State offer. For the people who are kind of getting caught up and trying to find out who Dylan Riola is, um, just go, give us an overview on what his recruitment has looked like and, and how we got to Monday where he is pledging to the Bulldogs. The unique aspect of his recruitment is that Georgia was actually the – Kirby Smart was the first to offer Dylan – Way back in June 2021, I had him on campus, and uh, he worked out for the coaching staff and got that first offer back then. I remember uh, writing a story back then about just the connection there uh, with, with Georgia and his father having, you know, played with Matthew Stafford uh, with the Detroit Lions, being, a, you know, his father being a, a center played for the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford for many years. So there was that kind of that built-in connection then. And since then, you know, he's been in Athens six times. Uh, Georgia was kind of that, you know, the team that, that, that had the early buzz. But, again, these are five-star quarterbacks or recruitments. You know, these aren't – you don't just get these handed to you. So, a lot of visits last spring. Uh, I, I remember for a while USC had moved ahead of Georgia. Uh, Lincoln Riley and that coaching staff had, had some momentum there. But then Ohio State got him on campus several visits to Columbus – and uh, they got his commitment last May. Uh, that commitment did not last, but at the same time, Georgia never never went away. They never stopped communicating with him, never stopped recruiting him. And last December, Dylan Rollo reopened his uh, recruitment and decommitted from Ohio State. And gosh, not even a month after that, where is Dylan Rollo? He's in Los Angeles. He's watching Georgia beat TCU for the national championship. And the door kind of swung back open for Georgia after that decommitment. The timing, you know, couldn't have been better. I'm sure, you know, it didn't hurt for them to also beat Ohio State in the playoffs. But they made that decision. Hey, let's go. Uh, let's go check out Athens again. And that was a real key moment in his recruitment. They they made the trip back up to Athens and uh, reconnected with the coaching staff. And then, you know, at this point, you have Mike Bobo uh, becoming the offensive coordinator at Georgia, and and that's that was a key figure in his recruitment the entire time. Mike Bobo was on staff as an analyst last, last year. That connection with Dylan Rolla and his father was, was a very strong one. Uh, Mike Bobo was going to be an important part of his recruitment as long as Bobo was at Georgia. Being the offensive coordinator did not hurt at all. But during that, that visit to Georgia, that's when he kind of told the, you know, the coaching staff, uh, this is kind of where I, th- I think I want to be. Now, Nebraska, that was a program that kind of, continue to recruit him as well a legacy that's where his dad went his uncle was a coach on the nebraska staff so then you know they tried to get him for an official visit uh you know he was thinking about taking one in june but he just couldn't wait that long you know behind the scenes he's already kind of told everyone i'm going to georgia been recruiting behind the scenes and uh he wanted to go ahead and get out there and, and go public with his commitment and, and start helping recruit for Georgia. So, uh, again, huge gift for Mike Bobo. And, again, that relationship that he had uh, and, and Kirby Smart had with his father, the Matthew Stafford connection did not help. But this is uh, a player he just feels like he can be developed by Mike Bobo and that coaching staff in Athens. Yeah, you think about there were – 
And I think they were there were legitimate questions when Todd Munkin left. Well, what does this mean for Dylan's recruitment? And then you had Mike Bobo step up. The connection with Matthew Stafford, um, you know, f- so funny to me that there was a, a lot of uh, Detroit Lions connections. You know, Dan Orlovsky sounded the alarm last night, had us all waiting up and, and seeing what was going on. Uh, but obviously, you, you really can't downplay what a big addition this is for Georgia. Um, you talked about it, Kip, the fact that they did not take a quarterback in last year's cycle after going very, very hard after Arch Manning. And now they got a situation where, as of now, they have two quarterbacks committed in the 2024 class, Dylan and Ryan Puglisi. Um, that's been the plan all along that they were going to take two quarterbacks. And and based on what Ryan has said, you know, this is not a surprise. I mean, that they want to add to the depth because it's so crucial to have options at quarterback and not afford uh, to be in a spot where, you know, you have an issue as far as depth. So uh, those two guys would be big there. Let's talk a little bit about what Dylan brings to the table. Um, what sort of stands out to you from his game? And, you know, it's obviously when he gets to Athens in 2024, going to be a lot of learning, going to be a lot of growing, and I'm sure growing pains along the way. Uh, but what is it about his game that has him as the number one recruit at any position in the 2024 cycle? I think when you look at his game uh, and it, immediately, it's it's just the fact that not not just the arm talent. You're going to hear the can make all the throws, arm strength. That that's kind of one of those things that you know, ranking quarterbacks, you know, that's going to be brought up the arm strength, and there's no, there's no issue there at all. But with with Dylan's game, immediately you just see off platform throws, and obviously, right now, any comparison you start seeing that, you're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes because. He's the quarterback that's kind of revolutionized that position with just the, his ability to uh, to make any throw, but to make any throw from anywhere, not just in the pocket. And, and so that that comparison gets made in, in Dylan's game because you, you see it on film. You see him uh, making incredible throws that, you know, his feet aren't set and he's trying to, you know, avoid pass rush. And he doesn't have, you know, the the standard arm angle at all times, but the the ball gets there, and, it, you know, it's an accurate throw with high velocity. And that's just kind of a, a rare combination. And then you start thinking about, well, what's, uh, what's Dylan going to have, uh, you know, playing in the SEC? He's going to have elite pass rushers coming at him at all times. And, you know, even though Georgia has done as well a job as of any offensive line in the country as far as pass protection the last couple of years, what has Kirby Smart also said that he's started to put a premium on at the quarterback position? Well, that's mobility, the ability to extend plays and, you know, to make throws when you're not standing there still in the pocket. And when you saw what Stetson Bennett was able to do at that position and, and kind of just how that opened up the offense for Georgia well, Dylan Rowe brings all that with, you know, prototypical NFL size, incredible arm strength. And, but at the same time, he's also a student of the game. And I think that's really where that upside, he has the ability to unlock that potential because, you know, every year you see guys that are five-star quarterbacks, high-ranked quarterbacks that seem to have the tool set that may not pan out. Uh, the, that aspect as far as just the, the, his mental uh, capability and, and the fact that he just – knows what greatness uh looks like you know living in the same house as someone who played in the nfl for 12 years and was a remington trophy award winner he has that knowledge uh, of of what it takes to play at an elite level so i I think yeah you add all that together and you get an elite quarterback prospect and and 
uh, one of the most talented quarterbacks Georgia's that, you know, ever signed. Uh, I can't say the most talented because that quarterback that uh, Mike Bobo coached back in the day, Matthew Stafford, that, that arm talent still kind of uh, sets the bar for quarterbacks coming out of high school. But man, Dylan, Dylan has the complete package and he's, he's in that realm. And I think that itself just says a lot about his overall ability and, and how the sky really is the limit for him in Athens. No doubt. I mean, you even mentioned him with Matthew Stafford, a Super Bowl winner, a guy who maybe when it's all said and done winds up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, we will see what happens there. But um, just being compared, like you said, Kip, I think that says all you need to know. Uh, We will take a quick break, come back, talk a little bit about what the quarterback room will look like going into 2024 and also any potential dominoes that may fall now that Dylan has pledged to the dogs. Passion, drive and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowling Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, everybody. Well, let's shift the focus, Kip, to what quarterback will look like at Georgia in 2024. As it stands, going into 2023, Georgia has three scholarship quarterbacks. That would be Carson Beck, that would be Brock Vandegriff, and Gunnar Stockton. If all three are back, that would be those three, and then Dylan Riola and also Ryan Puglisi in the 2024 cycle uh, once we get into 2024. Uh, that would be five guys. I think, uh, you know, I won't speak for you, Kip, but I would be shocked if there are five guys uh, in that room. Uh, what do you think Dylan's commitment means for what this room will look like when we're having a conversation this time next year? Yeah, I think this fall is probably going to tell us a lot about uh, the quarterback numbers in the room. We can't sit here and predict names. Right now, what we can say is, you know, we think Carson Beck has a leg up on that competition, but that competition is not over. And fall camp's obviously going to play a huge role in that. But not just that. Just like Carson Beck last year, the reason why Carson Beck's still in Athens and has a chance to be the starting quarterback for Georgia next year is because he got the backup snaps last year. He was able to take that next step in his development. So it's not just who's number one. Who's number two this fall could tell us a lot about you know, what what that quarterback room looks like next year. And I think for us to say that all three of those quarterbacks will be here next year, I think it w- we would be, you know, that I don't think that we would be given an accurate take on, on, on what the projection should be. I don't think all three of those quarterbacks will be here. 
uh, this time next year. And just knowing that two more quarterbacks are coming in and, and knowing that that position, you only get so many chances. And, and so these guys know that they have the ability to start somewhere. And so uh, whether uh, one quarterback leaves or two quarterback leaves, you know, that that right there is where, uh, you know, the guessing will start and the speculation will be. But we know that right now there's a good chance they'll have three quarterbacks on the roster right now. And two of those guys are, you know, verbal commitments right now. So that, that's kind of where things go. There's still a long way and neither one of those commitments is signed. So other teams are going to continue to recruit those quarterbacks as well. But I think. Yeah, the room is going to thin out a little bit next year. But what Kirby Smart has done is brought, made sure that there are two very talented guys that are going to try to push that room in year one. Now, whether Carson Beck or Vandegrift or Stockton is the starting quarterback coming off of, of, of this season, these quarterbacks are talented enough to push those guys. And I think that's, that's kind of the whole point and what Kirby Smart's always trying to do at, at every position on the roster. But, uh, you know, these are guys that have NFL skill sets and, uh, you know, have a chance to, to come in and see how quickly they can pick up Mike Bobo's system. It's going to be fascinating. And the thing that I'm really struck by having this conversation, there wasn't really a ton of wiggle room Georgia had with the 2024 class just because, like we've already talked about, they did not sign a quarterback in 2023. You know, there was the threat coming out of spring that, hey, maybe one of these guys, these three guys that are at Georgia, decide that it's in their best interest to go elsewhere. You know, only having two scholarship quarterbacks would have been really, really rough. And, you know, you know how common it is for guys to get banged up. But all three of those guys stayed. Um, you know, all three are going to try to to push each other this fall and, and try to see the field uh, for Georgia. And uh, now you have a situation where you'll have a, a good bit of talent, whether, you know, whoever starts, if they – um, you know, have an opportunity to leave to go to the NFL. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility if whoever starts has a really big year or we go through and during the winter or uh, the spring portal going into the 2024 season, one of those guys says, hey, look, I'm not the starter. I'm going to try to start over elsewhere and try to get a chance to start. But having these two guys in, I think especially – a guy like Ryan Puglisi, who is signing up from the jump, understanding that he is not the only quarterback in his class. Uh, I think that's a huge win for Georgia. Um, I think it puts their quarterback room in such a very, um, you know, rare air, really, when you think about the talent they have, because it is so competitive. And everybody, you know, at quarterback, only one QB gets the ball. Only one QB, as, as long as everything's going to play and is going to see the field. Um, but they've really navigated, I think, what could have been a very treacherous sort of road uh, when it comes to the quarterback room for the future. And I think they're sitting really pretty with um, what they've been able to do and, and who they look to add. Yeah, and we've seen this in the past. I mean, how quickly that can change as well. You know, uh, I know uh, Georgia fans have seen, a you know, a unique quarterback room throughout Kirby Smart's tenure. Uh, you know, just, just going back and seeing how, uh, Jake Fromm was able to come in and and as a true freshman get thrown in and you know lead Georgia to a, to a uh, you know a national championship berth, bring in a five star quarterback and you know it doesn't work out. So uh, as far as the five star quarterback you know working out of Georgia, but at the same time, I think Kirby Smart is is established that he's just not going to rest on his laurels and. And, you know, think he's got a quarterback for, for three years. It's just 
not how it works in today's landscape. So he's going to continue to stockpile at every position. That's what he's doing at the quarterback position because it's the best you can do. You don't know how these guys are going to develop it, you know, once they get in college. And the only thing you can do is continue to recruit the position to make sure that you're not stuck with, uh, you know, two quarterbacks in the room. And rarely uh, does a program get to, you know, tap into the, the walk-on quarterback and, you know, get the level of play that Georgia was able to get out of Stetson Bennett. You cannot expect something like that to happen again. That's why his story was such a unique one. Uh, so for, for Georgia right now, I think you got to look at it and go, I don't know who the quarterback will be as far as this fall, next fall, but it looks like it's a very, very bright future for whoever's throwing these pass catchers the ball at Georgia, which it looks like we've already talked about how elite that room is. It looks like the the arrow is pointing up as far as uh, where the talent is going to be uh, at the wide receiver position and obviously at tight end as well. To that point, I was going to bring up what uh, Keith Finley mentioned uh, on our Facebook comments. Elite wide receivers and tight ends will follow. Uh, Well, it got real interesting pretty much as soon as Dylan announced. uh, Jeremiah Smith uh, tweeted, who is the number one receiver in the country, um, pretty much, uh, you know, a minute or two after Dylan announced, uh, he uh, he tweeted what I would describe as a thinking emoji. And uh, it's already got the speculation going. But, you know, anytime there's a quarterback of Dylan's caliber, there will be players who follow. You kind of have that Pied Piper when you have the nation's top quarterback. And it would be no surprise if we see something similar with Georgia over the next few days and probably the next few weeks as well. Kip, who are some of the names that you're really keeping an eye on or or just things in general you want to see in the aftermath of Dylan pledging to Georgia? Yeah, it's funny how the timing works. So uh, Jeremiah Smith, the number one wide receiver, as you mentioned, committed to Ohio State. And, you know, that that program – there's not a program in the country that that's done what they've done at the wide receiver position the last couple of years. You know, they they've done similar to what Georgia's done at tight end. So you know the the production is there, the NFL you know development is there, but but really Brian Hartline and the wide receiver recruiting it, it's been off the charts. So it's not going to be easy for any program to to flip the commitment of, of Jeremiah Smith. But if there is a program that has a shot, well, it's got to be Georgia. And the reason I mentioned the timing is that now, you know, you have Dylan Raiola committing. Well, what's happening this weekend? Well, Georgia has its scavenger hunt of, event this weekend. And, well, who would be uh, coming on an official visit this weekend? Jeremiah Smith. So, again, going to be right there uh, with Georgia's new quarterback commitment. Uh, Dylan is going to be in town on an unofficial visit, recruiting for Georgia. And, you know, the the – timing could not be better for that. And that's kind of why he went ahead and, and got that the ball rolling on that because he knows he's going to be in town. He's not going to be the only one in town. Also, you look at J- the tight end, Jaden Riddell at uh, Missouri, number four tight end in the country on the composite. He's going to be in town on an official visit for the uh, uh, for this weekend for the scavenger hunt as well. So Dylan's going to make sure he gets FaceTime with him. And then you look at next week, uh, five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo, also out of Missouri. He's going to be in town for his official visit uh, that first weekend in June. That's when Dylan's going on his official visit to Georgia. So Dylan's going to be recruiting for Georgia multiple weeks in Athens and recruiting for you know elite five- and four-star pass catchers 
during those couple of weeks while he's in Georgia. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back the following weekend, uh, June 9th, to be back again with J- uh, Jaden Riddell and during Ryan Puglisi's uh, official visit as well. So I, I think you look at those pass catchers, those are definitely guys that I think Georgia has a great you know chance of getting some more momentum in their recruitment as far as offensive guys. I'm not even sure you keep it, you know, just limited to offensive guys. You start thinking about five-star athlete KJ Bolden. He's going to be there for the uh, this weekend for the the event as well. A uh, guy who could play safety, defensive back at the next level out of Buford, and he's also going to be back in Athens for that June 9th weekend for his official visit. And that's also the weekend that Sammy Brown, he'll be taking his official visit to Georgia, the five-star linebacker out of Jefferson. And those are guys that, again, yeah, they're playing defense, but uh, they're also guys with five stars next to their names, guys that Georgia's heavily involved with, you know, has some momentum with. And this is the kind of commitment that can kind of get that momentum going for those guys. And, and maybe one or both of those guys decide they're ready to go ahead and wrap up their recruitment as well and, and commit to Georgia. That is the kind of impact a guy like Dylan Rail can have. And I, I think it will have that type of impact with a couple of these recruitments. It's going to be fascinating to watch because there's no doubt that there's going to be some more people who jump on board and decide to join this team. Uh, You look at this 2024 class, 12 commits. It really got a chance to be a very, very special class by the time it is said and done. Uh, Kip, before we wrap this up, what uh, parting thoughts do you have? Dylan Rayola pledges to Georgia. Big day for Georgia. Kirby Smart, Mike Bobo. Um, Any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? The rich get richer. Uh, you know, we, we talked about Georgia's class and how this has a chance to be, you know, one of the best classes Kirby Smart's ever brought in. And it's uh, it's just an incredible thing to, to talk about because that's the one thing that Kirby Smart did immediately when he came in. He started recruiting at an elite level, built the best roster in college football, um, but does not seem to be, you know, slowing down anytime soon. Uh, I think you look at the average rating of these recruits, it's it's pushing 95 now with the addition of Dylan Rayla. Uh, that is an outstanding uh, average per recruit and one that uh, you know, I haven't really seen before. So when all is said and done, you, you've seen the classes that Alabama was able to bring together some of those all-time group, uh, uh, point totals on 24-7 sports, 320, 325. Uh, this looks like one of those classes where Georgia could go over 320 points and Gosh, I mean, they could they could push for 330 when all is said and done. So uh, town acquisition roster uh, built up from one to 85 will always be uh, paramount to Kirby Smart and his coaching staff. And it does look like the addition of Dylan Rell is, is, is going to allow them to to really branch out and, and bring in guys that, uh, you know, maybe we're not looking closely at Georgia before, especially that that wide receiver position. That's that's the one kind of narrative left uh, at Georgia is that they don't have elite uh, pass catchers and, you know, the thousand yard receiver only having one in program history. These are the kind of players you get a guy like Ryan Wingo or, or Jeremiah Smith. Those are the kind of guys that can kind of dispel that narrative. And, and really, I mean, at that point, what do you have? What do you have to recruit against Georgia? No doubt. I mean, that that sums it up. I mean, that they get number one player in the country you think of. Uh, what they've been able to do at quarterback these last few years and and to uh, you know not to discredit some of the guys they've had because they've had some really highly recruited guys uh, in that room and and guys like Jake Fromm 
in the past who played really, really well. Um, but you look at the talent that Dylan brings to the table and you look at, again, I, I keep going back to when I talked to David Andrews about Mike Bobo and he said, just look at the amount of talent they've got to work with. Now you throw in a five-star quarterback who's seen as the top player in the country. Um, you know, I, I think uh, a lot of Georgia fans, if I could give advice, is just exhale if you were worried about Mike Bobo. He winds up landing his quarterback, and uh, I think that uh, there's going to be more talent to come. And uh, that's what's uh, going to be very interesting to watch, as we said, uh, going forward, just who winds up deciding to follow Dylan and uh, who decides that they want to be dogs as well. Uh, so we're going to wrap up this episode. Appreciate everybody who hopped on in such short notice and for everybody who's listening to this after the fact. I would recommend uh, everybody go to Dogs247. We've got a ton of content coming out of Dylan Rayola's announcement uh, going from uh, you know what he brings to the table and also, as we were just discussing, some of the guys who may follow suit. Um, and there will be more stories as well. Uh, coming out of this but we'll wrap up this episode i appreciate everybody who checked this out thanks to kip adams for popping on with me uh and we'll get out of here and get back to work uh, until next time take care everybody old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details